Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast and thanks for listening. Hey guys, this is Dr. K with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. In this podcast episode, I want to revisit a podcast I did in the past in June of 2021, where I talk about how to have a successful screening. Um, I want to talk a little bit more, um, revisit that content um, because it's appropriate as we're now moving into fall, which is lovely weather to have these screening events, and um, add a couple more tips that I think might be helpful for you as you have a screening or a vendor booth. But first, before we get started, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors. Hey guys, you know what I hate? Patient notes. They are the worst. The last thing I want to do when I come home from a long day at work is sit down and write about what I did. Um, I see a lot of patients and it is near impossible for me to come home after a long day, interpret my chicken scratch on a napkin that I wrote about uh, the patient that I saw and write them into my computer and send those records off. It also adds a lot of admin time when I'm considering that I could be out seeing patients with the time that I'm sitting at home and doing notes. It just fries my brain. So thankfully, I found Carmi Swift of iPoint Touch. She talked me off a ledge. She found a program that worked for me that streamlined how I sent my records off. It streamlined my billing, my calendar, and literally things I didn't even know I needed and made me more efficient so I could spend more time with patients instead of sitting at home doing records. So if you want a little bit more information, this is the top of the line, best animal chiropractic EHR that is available. I recommend you talk to Carmi Swift of iPoint Touch so she can get you a little bit more information and get your practice more successful. Again, look them up at iPointTouch.com. Hey guys, this is Caitlin Lackey with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, and today I want to revisit my topic of trade shows and how to have a screening. I think it's kind of ironic that from someone so introverted <laughs> that personally doesn't really like screenings that one of my most popular podcast episodes was how to have an, uh, a perfect screening. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny to me because I personally don't enjoy them just because it takes a lot of energy for me personally to go to these events, talk to a bunch of people. And um, I wanted to do a revisit today, add a couple of tips, uh, a couple of mindset shifts as well, um, so that you can have a perfect screening um, and build your practice the right way. Because when I first got started as an animal chiropractor, I was told from every business coach that I knew, go to screenings have a sales pitch, and get new patients on your schedule. It was kind of like a three-step, like, here's how it works. And I quickly found that this mindset didn't work for me. Um, I don't really like selling to people. Um, I don't enjoy shaking a lot of hands, meeting a lot of people. And I, I really don't like forcing people to do something they want to do. Um, I know that I have a lot to, to offer people. I know what I do is valuable. Um, but I'm a doctor first. A salesperson second. So sales um, shouldn't feel sleazy or grimy or, or um, greasy or like you shouldn't feel gross offering a sale to a customer. When, when you do sales the right way, um, that now I've kind of shifted my mindset on how to offer sales. When you do sales the right way, you feel like the, the client is missing out if they don't buy because what you have is so valuable to them. And um, I feel that way um, personally about my animal chiropractic services and also about my coaching just because I know how valuable it is 
being stuck in the old mindset of, okay, um, have your, your sales pitch and get new patients on the schedule. And, um, you know, I felt like I was forcing stuff down people's throat. And now that I, uh, shifted my mindset to being patient centric and focusing on what the client wants and needs and desires for their pet, um, I, I feel less burnt out. I feel not as gross about making sales and it's also a lot less of an energy suck on me, an introvert that hates meeting new people. Um, I personally feel like when I show up to a screening as well, I'm no longer under a microscope. I don't feel like I'm being interviewed, like I'm doing a thousand interviews in one day. Like, oh my God, everyone's, you know, coming in and looking at the skeletons in my closet. They're going to find the holes in my sales pitch. And I, I just don't feel that way anymore because I don't feel like I have to have like a perfect a package wrapped up with a bow and try and selling it to everyone day in, day out. It's not a product. Animal chiropractic is a service that's super valuable. So instead, when I go to these trade shows, I find myself thinking, I'm here to meet my ideal client. I'm here to build relationships. It's kind of like I'm dating. I'm here to interview the other person to see if they're the right fit for me if I want to move forward with them. So it takes the focus off of me and puts the focus into learning more about the other person so I don't feel stressed and I don't feel like I have to sell anything. And it's also more authentic when you um, have this approach and um, it doesn't come off um, kind of, you know, gross to the other person involved in it. So I want you guys to imagine going on a date with someone or going to buy a used car and how you felt if the person was too pushy, right? So why on earth do we think we have to go to these trade shows and push animal chiropractic down other people's throats? It shouldn't have to be that way. So today in this podcast, uh, I want to talk a little bit more about my approach and how I've shifted um, and how you can have a perfect screening without feeling drained. Uh, That maybe should be the podcast episode, how to have a perfect screening without feeling drained. Um, So if you're introverted like me, I want you to go in with a mindset for a screening is I am there to build relationships. I'm there to interview clients and see if they're they're the right fit for me. I am not there to just get new patients, grow my practice and push my practice forward. Like it's not about me. It's about the other person. And is that person the right fit for my business? Because I think if we go to screening after screen after screening, try to grow our business, and we're burning ourselves out trying to meet a bunch of people and get them into our practice, we're focusing on quantity. And quantity is not a bad thing. It's just it's not sustainable for someone who's a, a one-man band doing everything themselves, trying to build a career, a practice out of scratch, and... Um, we need to focus on the quality of the people coming in because you may love animal chiropractic, but I guarantee if you have enough non-quality patients in your practice, you're going to soon resent being an animal chiropractor. You want the right fit in your business. You do not want to serve a bunch of people you don't love. I want you to look at your schedule and say, oh my gosh, I love seeing Sally. Oh my gosh, I love seeing Susan. Oh my gosh, I love seeing Alex. Like whoever the owners are, I want you to be excited when you wake up. I want you to be excited to go to your next appointment. I don't want you to dread them. And the number one way to start to dread being an animal chiropractor and dread going to your appointments is by having people that are the wrong fit in your practice. So um, when we go to trade shows, again, 
The goal is to make relationships and interview the customer and make sure they're the right fit. The goal is not to get anyone and everyone into our practice. That is not the goal. The goal is to build a relationship and make sure they're the right fit. Okay, so there's different types of leads that are going to come by when you are in a practice or excuse me, in a screening. And uh, it's kind of fun to kind of like label these people cold, warm or hot. And this is the type of people that you're going to see. It's also the type of leads you also may get off your website. Maybe that's a topic for a different time. Um, But the types of people you might meet are um, going to be either cold, warm or hot. And a cold lead would be someone who is completely oblivious. They don't know what they don't know. They are unaware of animal chiropractic and they're unaware if they have a pet with a problem. And this is probably the majority of who you're going to see. They're going to look at you like you're an alien from outer space. What you do is weird and wacky and, oh my gosh, I didn't know animal chiropractic was a thing. That's so weird. Oh my gosh, I just saw an alien in real life, you know. And I used to get offended by these type of people because there's a lot of them. And um, I thought it was kind of uh, derogatory and how they would address me like I was a freak of nature. And I just kind of laugh now because they don't know what they don't know. Again, they're oblivious. Um, you know, they just, it's not something talked about in vet school. It's not something talked about in the mainstream. We offer uh, offer a very niche kind of service and it's just not their fault. Okay. So um, greet these people um, with enthusiasm if you can, a little bit of skepticism maybe, um, and say, yes, animal chiropractic is a thing. Um, it's super beneficial. Um, maybe offer a little bit of education if they're interested in learning more. Say, I see a lot of pets with this and it helps them quite a bit. Um, but don't invest a lot of emotional energy in these people because they're just interested in pointing and saying, oh my gosh, I just saw an alien, instead of actually moving forward with your services. The next type of lead you might see is a warm lead. This is someone who's aware they have a pain point or a problem, but they aren't necessarily aware how to fix it. So warm leads are people you are going to be targeting a lot of your energy towards. Um, You may see a small majority of these, about 20-30% of your audience is going to be this. And these are the type of people who are like, yeah, Fluffy's getting old, he won't do stairs anymore, or um, gosh, Whiskey, he's knocking rails in the ring, I just don't know what to do. And these are the type of people who you can start to have a conversation with. These are the type of people who maybe don't necessarily know that chiropractic can help them, but they definitely have a problem that chiropractic can help. Okay, so these are the type of people we're here at the screening for, and we want to rule in, rule out these different type of warm leads to make sure they're the right fit for us in our practice. And then lastly, maybe 5% of your audience is going to be what I call a hot lead. This is someone who is super interested in chiropractic services. They know they have a pain uh, point or a problem, and they know that chiropractic can help them. So they're like, oh my gosh, animal chiropractor, great. I used to get my dog adjusted back in um, when I used to live in XYZ, and I'm so excited to finally find someone here. And oh my gosh, what are you doing Tuesday? Can I get on your schedule? Like These are the people that are going to be super excited, know that you can help them, and want to sign up today. Now again... Not a lot of people that walk by your booth are going to be like that, especially if you treat small animal. (laughs) Um, But I will say that um, you may encounter a couple of these people and it is important if you do have one of those people, um, it's important you know how to go ahead and move forward with that relationship. So this is a person where you would pull out your your smartphone or your uh, tablet or something like that and be able to get them scheduled as soon as possible or be able to get them started with a new patient packet or the vet referral as soon as possible. Um, so you make sure you don't lose their contact information. These are the type of people you want to nail down as fast as possible um, and follow up with as soon as possible after the event. Okay. 
Now, if we're having types of pe- these different types of people coming through our booth, it is important that we uh, be aware that it's not about what we want people to know about animal chiropractic. It's about what do they need to, um, what do they need from animal chiropractic. So what, not what do they need to know, but what do they need from animal chiropractic. And what I mean by that is we have to look into what are their wants and desires? What are their fears? What are these people um, wanting uh, to, what is their problem? They want solved, right? So they have a pet that's getting older, but they don't necessarily like giving a bunch of pain medication. Or if they have a horse that isn't performing as well as it could, uh, what is their pain point and how can we serve them? This is where we're going to enter into a conversation with the client and see if we can serve them. So it's not, hi, Sally, let me tell you everything about animal chiropractic. Let me tell you about my prices, my location, and here's why you need animal chiropractic. And let me stuff, stuff, stuff this down your throat. Instead, it's, hi, Sally, it's nice to meet you. Who is this you have with you, Fluffy? Oh, Fluffy, hi, nice to meet you, Fluffy. How old is Fluffy? 14? Wow, that's really old. Um, how's Fluffy getting along? Does he have any difficulty with mobility around the house? Are you are you, are you struggling with any um, particular uh, tasks during your daily routine? And then you ask Sally about what she cares about, which is Fluffy and his well-being and his ability to do X, Y, or Z. And then you open the conversation to what they care about. When a customer who is a warm lead, who you assess out and know that they have a problem, and then you're able to talk to them authentically as a human being who cares, then you're able to engage a conversation with a customer and find out more if you can help them. So it's, it's first and foremost connecting as a human and then finding out if you can help them. Now, if you, if you think that this is someone who is seriously interested and it sounds like chiropractic is something that can help them, then we're going to say, you know what, Sally, based on what we talked about today, I'd like to, you know, see if there's some hands-on stuff um, that I can check Fluffy for to see if chiropractic would be a good fit. Is that okay with you if I, if I do a little complimentary hands-on evaluation? And if Sally says yes, uh, then we know that we can provide free value. We can start to show what we know because Sally has said, you've care, you've offered to care about what I care about. Now I'm going to learn more about what you have to offer. Okay. People only care how much you know, and they know how much you care. I think that's a, a Maya Angelou quote or something like that. Um, but it's so true because, um, we have to enter the conversation with someone else's, um, you know, wants, needs, and desires at the forefront because they don't care about us until we start to show that we care about what they care about. So if we have had a great conversation, we think we can help and we want to offer some free value, there's some, you know, easy stuff you can do in a trade show environment to show an owner that perhaps their pet could benefit. Maybe you could do some range of motion testing. Maybe you should do a palpatory exam where you say, oh, this muscle's really tight. Um, Maybe you could check a pet's balance. Maybe you could ask them to sit and stand and say, oh, Fluffy sits really sloppy. Is he always sat like that? Um, Or maybe for a horse, you could, you know, check their range of motion or do a tail pull or do a butt tuck and say, oh my gosh, they're not lifting through the back. Um, Maybe you could offer a saddle fit, a complimentary saddle fit evaluation. Like there's so much little pieces of value you may be be able to offer these owners and show small dysfunctional things that chiropractic could help them with. So once you connect with the owner, talk about what they care about, offer them some free value, and then you think chiropractic would be a good fit for you 
as, you know, the provider wanting to take this as a customer, and then the customer being generally interested in you, now we're going to move forward into trying to convert this person into a hot lead who says, okay, now I know I have a problem. I know who can fix it. Now I want to go ahead and move forward with a relationship with this person. So have a way to, um, Get people's information when you're at a, a vendor booth, uh, at a screening, so you can move forward with a relationship. Have uh, your vet referral forms printed. Have your um, appointment books ready if they are ready to go ahead and move forward. Then if they are interested in moving forward, you can get them started immediately. You can give them a brochure instead of passing these things out like candy that people are going to throw away. You can only give your brochures to generally interested customers. We don't want to be wasteful. We want to be authentic and patient-centric and attract the right people. Okay. I personally also don't recommend giveaways at vendor, vendor booths. Um, I have done, I think in two years, I did 13 events one time. And at every one of those events, I offered a raffle to win a free adjustment. And out of those people who won, I think I had like four or five winners. Um, and I think after the fourth time of announcing a winner and contacting them and them not getting scheduled, Um, I just said, screw it. These giveaway winners don't want my services because they got it for free. And what I mean by that is if you give away your services for free, it devalues what you have to offer. So if I'm saying I'm not worth anything, I'm just going to give this away. Um, then it tells everyone that you don't value what you do. I would much rather you give away a product like K-Tape or, you know, one of those little vibrocussers, those hypervolts, you know, that um, percussive massagers, or uh, maybe you give away like a doggy poop bags with a sticker with your logo on it or something that doesn't take away valuable time, your valuable time, treating a customer who's not actually even interested. So that's just personally for me, um, I don't like doing giveaways of services, although I will give away products just because I don't want you to waste valuable time um, reaching out to a customer who's not necessarily going to add anything to your practice. Maybe they do that one free service and then they never reach out ever again. They're like, okay, thanks, bye. You know, so I don't want you to waste your time, your energy on these people um, because they aren't going to value you. Okay, and again, we're going to these trade shows to meet customers who are going to make our our jobs seem more full. We're not going into a relationship wanting to give what we have away. Um, when we go to these trade shows, um, it is recommended that you look like a professional. Um, I cover that in uh, my podcast, How to Have a Successful Screening, back in June. So branded colors, polo, maybe a hat with your logo on it, pop-up banner, um, a, a logo, a pull-out, um, an awning, things like that. Um, I personally don't recommend having a bunch of brochures to give out. They're super expensive. I do like little cheap flyers that are like maybe two cents instead of a $3 printed brochure. Um, and I talk more about that in my, um, other podcast, so you can listen to that. Um, but I really recommend you not give away a lot of stuff. I really recommend that you present information to people that are interested. You are there to talk to other people, not to pass out flyers. Um, you are not a salesman. You are a doctor, so you're going to act like one, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I also recommend, 
Um, once you are done with, um, you know, the end of your day or maybe like you get set up and if you have a couple extra minutes, talk to the other vendors actually. So there's a lot of times like vets that are all at these trade shows. A lot of times there's, you know, the MagnaWave people or like maybe supplements or, you know, pet sitters are very common at these events. And, um, I personally find talking to vendors has been way more beneficial, um, of me talking to a bunch of cold leads because these people also may treat my ideal clients. So instead of talking to one-on-one, one pet owner at a time, maybe I talk to one pet sitter who has like 10 or 20 clients that have crippling arthritis that I could help, right? So it just exponentially increases your reach. Um, You offer them maybe some of your materials, talk to them a little bit more about what they're struggling with and their clients and say, you know what, I can help with that. Um, And you build a relationship with these people. Maybe you're looking for a pet sitter you can refer clients to. So you get something out of um, the exchange and they get something out of the exchange. Um, I found that was a great way to grow my practice and actually have really great relationships with a lot of the people I've met at trade shows um, as um, other vendors uh, still to this day, even though I may not see any of the clients uh, still from that event. So it's one of those things where um, you can build your reach um, and um, not only meet customers, but also uh, partners in your business ventures. And uh, lastly, um, I want to talk today about follow-up. So maybe you met a bunch of people. You met these vendors. Uh, maybe you met a bunch of warm clients that you want to convert into hot clients. What are you doing after these events to follow up? You gave out cards. Maybe you gave out flyers. Maybe you gave out some of your referral forms even. Um, but it is important that we follow up with these people. So say you have someone who's super interested in getting started with animal chiropractic care. Are you doing any of the, the post follow-up after the event? Are you calling these people and saying, hey, I was thinking of you and Fluffy today. Um, I just want to make sure that I make time for you um, because we discussed a lot of things I can help you with. I want to make sure that I advocate for Fluffy and get you on my schedule as soon as possible. Um, and do you have any further questions about what we talked about um, at the trade show? Um, make sure that you take down these people's phone numbers and call them, build those relationships and, um, advocate for those pets because they need care as soon as possible. I guarantee it. And if you don't do the work after the event, then you may not have had a successful event because unfortunately people have the attention of a goldfish, uh, myself included. And, um, we forget we're like, Oh, who's that one person? Uh, I threw away their business card. I don't remember. And if you do the follow up to reach out to someone, who needs maybe seven touch touch points of like a phone call, an email, a text message, uh, a postcard in the mail if you do those, uh, to remember that they need to get fluffy scheduled for a chiropractic appointment. So do the hard work after, build the relationships with other vendors, um, and do the follow-up after these screenings to make sure that you're building your practice the right way. You guys, we talked about a lot in this podcast episode. It kind of goes over more than what we talked about in June of 2021 of how to have a successful screening. It talks about the different types of customers, cold, uh, warm versus hot, um, how to talk to them in a patient-centric way versus stuffing things down their throat, and how to talk about what people care about instead of what you need them to know. And also we talk a little bit more about some tips and tricks of talking to other vendors and the post 
follow-up, what to do after a trade show to make sure that it was the most successful event, building your practice the right way. Um, I hope these tools have served you. Um, Please let me know how I'm doing with this podcast. If you would like, please scroll down, leave us a a review. It helps us reach more animal chiropractors in need. Please join us on Facebook. We have an awesome community of animal chiropractors that want to see you succeed. I would love to have you in that group. It's Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. We're on Instagram and Facebook. I'd love to connect with you there. Until next time, we will talk soon. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I hope these free tools have served you and your business so you can serve more patients. It's really tough being an animal chiropractor. I know it. You're trying to meet all these people, trying to get their vet to sign these referral forms, and you don't know if you can make your business work financially. It's hard. I get it. Now, when I first got started, all of my chiropractic mentors told me you have to do all these marketing events, meet all these people you don't know, shake a lot of hands, and get them into your practice. I was always wondering where my next new patient was going to come from. And if I'm being honest with you all, it wasn't sustainable. It always put fear in my head that I would never have a practice of my dreams. So fast forward a couple years, and here I am with a successful and thriving animal chiropractic practice. And it took a lot of mindset shifts in order to get here. What I thought and what I was told would work didn't work for me. So I had to develop a program that worked for a strongly introverted, kind of awkward person who just loves animals and wants to serve them well. I had to shift away from always thinking about where I'm going to get my new patients in to instead focusing on the relationships I built in my community and becoming an authority figure on animal chiropractic. So you guys, I have a free course that's going to tell you a little bit more about how I made these mindset shifts and why I started this Making Strides movement. So that way we can push the animal chiropractic profession forward. Please join us on makingstridesforanimalchiropractic.com. Take the free course and see what it has to offer you.